Hello everyone. Before I say anything about anything, about me, about this episode, I want to say I hope everyone has a safe, meaningful, reverent, joyful celebration of Juneteenth. This month I cannot speak to that experience because I have not lived it. So I'm not even going to try to do some sort of episode all about that because I am not equipped. But what I do want to say is to all of my white creators, friends, family, followers, listeners, um, viewers, intuitives, people who practice in the spiritual woo communities, think about some of the language that we use, research where the practices that you're using came from. There are things that are closed practices or just frankly wrong for you to use. And we need to look at ourselves and investigate those things. The other thing is we need to give credit where credit is due. For instance, the song you'll hear when I stop rambling on is Calling You from a movie called Baghdad Cafe and it is sung by Javetta Steele. I am doing a cover, but go listen to her original version because when I was a teenage girl and that movie came out, it had a huge impact on me and the song is absolutely beautiful. So, you know, for and for the love of Pete, could we stop using the word master for lots of reasons? Uh, and that goes along with Ascended Master because to be honest from what they tell me they don't really like all those titles that is a human thing that we have imposed on spirituality the feudalist structure that we all have been programmed in for centuries so uh, consider where that language came from and the other one that really gets me is um, Great White Brotherhood (laughs) please stop just stop yourselves and uh, using light as always a reference for good and dark as always an indication of bad or negative because it just fosters further programming of our mind that there's a, a difference between people humans that we're not all the same under our skin. So as I say at the end of this episode about pride and pride festivals, I also wish safety and protection and let's all put out our good intentions for peaceful celebrations through the rest of this month. So much love to you all and my fellow white people just listen to yourself sometimes. Go listen to some black uh, and brown creators on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, wherever. That's where you will learn. But for the love of God, if you have questions after that, the love of goddess, I mean, uh, don't ask them. It's not their job to teach you how much Uh, systemic racism and ingrained racism you have that you aren't aware of. 
dry wind blows right through me The baby's crying and I can't sleep We both know a change is coming Coming closer, sweet release see what that sounds like okay we're rolling I'm not sure if it was just my hair or if this is just so sensitive that it picks up me moving at all but I have put my hair back and so hopefully it won't be too shushy 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 or noise annoying this was not expected today I was going to do an episode on collaboration the theme of this channel is collaboration, but of a different kind. Grid work, energy work, connecting with them, allowing them to come in and do sonic healing. A lot of stuff. But in the meantime, it occurs right when we have put up the Awakening Mentaka Symposium. It is four episodes, four hour-long-ish episodes from that live event that happened on April 4th this year. We had several participants, um, Serafina Blackman, my co-host on the OWL podcast, Shannon Hatton, Unity Love Healing, and Marie Spiroff from Medically Speaking and their HP3 pod were present. And then we have Brittany Porter with Soul Harmony Healing. We have Monique Pliegos with Understanding Hypnosis and the Home Wrecker podcast, which is delightful. She and her uh, partner are fabulous. Um, he's he was a wrestler. Anyway, they they're a hoot, and you'll love them. And then we also had Marissa Laguardia with Laguardia Clayworks. So special thank you to all of them and their information is in the notes of all those free episodes up on YouTube. Let's see, anything else I needed to relay before we just get to the meat of this? Oh yes, I need to look up the episode number. I'll put that at the end of the episode. The episode number that has the Cetacean Dragon Gridwork Meditation, in case you need a tool, but feel free to visualize it and do it however it works for you. I firmly believe at this point that we need to stop being so, ooh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
I guess more like the old-fashioned guru where it's like I'm telling you how you have to do everything and if you do it my way you're on the path and if you do it your way then you're failing <clears throat> because I really believe that we all have a lot of these innate abilities and just like we all love different foods different music different sexual partners different friends different colors we're going to have our own ways of doing things and I think that applies to woo and metaphysical things as well so enjoy and if anyone has any comments or questions I would love to hear it you know where you can find me and I will look forward to another larger episode again soon oh and one last thing uh you know during channelings sometimes you cannot control the pacing of things so I apologize for the long pauses or slow pace if that bothers anybody so much love to all of you I can't believe I'm doing this right now well I mean I can what am I saying who am I really there goes my neighbor's car you probably can't hear it I don't have my earbuds in because the mic part rubs against my face or my hair or something when I'm laying down like I am now. And I was just laying here resting a bit and all of a sudden I started hearing the cetaceans as if I were playing a recording, but it's not a recording. And I can hear them, and they're trying to talk to me, give me messages, I guess. Uh, and they ask me to record. So we'll see what we get. I do thank them for contacting me. It's really wonderful to be able to hear them naturally without a recording. Those are usually looped and it's not quite the same thing. It sounds like a beautiful symphony because there's so many different whale songs for each variety. And then there's the dolphins and porpoises. I'm trying to discern whether I'm just to say what I'm hearing or if they want to speak through me, as happens sometimes. But I think this is more about me recording what I'm hearing as I'm hearing it. So we'll go with that.
with the allowance and willingness to allow them to speak through me if they wish. They're expressing a combination of joy and happiness and also asking for more engagement and giving us a caution. I'm not going to use the word warning. That would be too alarmist. Their joy is coming from so many more people listening to their recordings and engaging with them in meditation or the dream space or the astral. They love this because part of the reason they are here is to be a catalyst for our growth and development of a higher resonance to allow us to evolve with Earth and the rest of the solar system because we are not the only celestial body that is raising frequency. They're also very joyful because the Mintaka Gateway does allow them, just like us, to hear and receive more unconditional love more connection to a place we call home and now I understand what's happening right now um, they are excited about the release of the symposium that we held in April for Mintaka because it is a time when many more star seeds are going to awaken. And as they do, they're going to have many more resources. <clears throat> more resources than I did and many others did a year or two ago when it happened in a very isolated solitary way. Neither way is better or worse. It is just they're saying that having more of a community available to those who continue to feel the call of their mentaka origins and feel connected with that it allows
for an accelerated pace because they do not go through as much of the turmoil of doubting themselves, um, thinking they're making it up, not believing what they feel, what they hear, what they see. Listening to the cetaceans, to recordings, is very helpful as it does help raise your frequency and sync you up with, with Gaia. Plus, they're just so soothing and joyful, and it is sonic healing. They're happy and fulfilled that more of us have been connecting with them. You don't have to be a Mintakan starseed to have this relationship with cetaceans. They, they're here for all of us, not just some of us. So just like I was earlier in the week, they are feeling themselves right now because all of that and talking energy is so amplified. There's a beautiful alignment of our solar system at the moment of planets. They would ask those of us that understand how to do grid work, how to work on the oceans, there is a recorded meditation a few episodes back. I will look up the number of the episode and include it in my outro. If I release this, they would like those of us who do this grid work to help maintain their environment. Yes, some of it comes from human negligence and there are just too many, too many boats. There's too much traffic. There's not a whole lot we can do about that yet, but we can they're telling me that, oh boy, they're telling me a lot. They're telling me that there's, there are several people who are being given downloads about new boating technology that would make them quieter, less disruptive to the oceanic environment. 
that would be a wonderful development. They, they're telling me that environmental technology, that it's coming through in this way to many who have the ability and tools and, and knowledge and studying already on board to be able to facilitate creating what is necessary. But in the meantime, along with things like helping to clean up oil spills, we can use our grid work abilities that we have cultivated over the last several years to balance the water and help to redirect the, the noise and the vibration from all of the ocean and, and coastal traffic so that the land mass absorbs that which it can easily do. So they're showing me a bunch of us grid workers in our astral form, our titan size, our energy bodies, <laughs> taking walks along the shore and using a large net of grid energy to send that back to the land where Mother Gaia can absorb it and protect the ocean life more because just like our environment with the fires and intense hurricanes and all of those things, they are experiencing a disruption of their environment, not only from human interference, but also just from the process of solar energy, the activations, the earth changes. We, we are in a cycle, not just a hundred year or even a thousand year, but a 10,000 year cycle and we are the first, uh, with the technologies that we possess, to be able to better navigate it. But it does make for harsh conditions. So this is part of their caution and part of their reason to request assistance in this way so that they can be strong to assist us in this symbiotic relationship we have with them to assist with maintaining our physical bodies through these periods of change and harsh environmental conditions. So by focusing on different areas of ocean interference, the human interference, we can help them as well.
I'm pausing to see. As always, the sweet dolphins and porpoises um, would like us to enjoy our bodies and remind us that physical release is sacred and healthy and is a wonderful way to cultivate and release positive energy into the world and draw it into yourself. They're also reminding us that we need to play. We're going through a time when there's much that is serious and dense and heavy that is being transmuted through this experience of conscious awareness that we are having as humans, but in order to be strong and healthy and best able to navigate these things, we must play. They want me to remind you that you need to ask when you are listening to them or if you're meditating and connecting with them in that way, however you connect, that you can ask them to work on your energy field and your physical body. <laughs> They're reminding me that they have an astral form too, so, you know, basically they can be space whales. <laughs> they love to um, show off a little bit with that. It's quite beautiful, really, watching them gracefully move about in space. like they're swimming through that cosmic water that Gaia talks about when we visit her in consciousness anchorings. Yes, so just ask for their assistance. We have sovereignty and so we must do that, not just with cetaceans, but with all beings who are not expressing their consciousness on earth, we must ask for assistance. Not because we must beg or be beholden, it's because they have respect for our sovereignty and our free will, and so will not impose themselves upon anyone.
this information coming in is not something that I have thought of before necessarily. I have been aware of the aggression of some of the orcas and some of that is part of their nature because they take care of certain um, more harmful life, but the there are some rogue whales who have been in the areas where there is too much traffic and human interference and it has lowered their frequency which is part of the of their changed behavior, also competition for food. So they are asking those of us who feel called to to assist those whales in particular. Their numbers are much smaller now, the cetaceans overall, and so all who can be healthy and vibrant and in their natural state are very valuable. at times but it really pulls me into the experience and it's very interesting how it seems to fit what is coming out of my mouth plus it, it gives you an idea of what I'm hearing only when I'm hearing it I'm not hearing it um, like that exactly uh, more, more of a pure sound quality, probably like no water distortion, kind of. Anyway, uh, a couple things. The narwhals, um, were annoyed that they were not mentioned. And when I stopped <laughs> recording, I heard these very ancient sounding <laughs> narwhal saying, you know, hey, don't forget us, because <laughs> we're still here. They're like the Gen X of the cetacean world. 
<laughs> the forgotten uh, generation. Anyway, um, that really cracked me up. It's so funny sometimes how these things work out. I was just going back and looking for the episode number, which is <laughs> 88. Hello, Unity Consciousness. Um, that is the episode with the grid work meditation. In case that helps you to establish your own visualization meditation practice for doing that energy grid work that is required right now to help. Before I go, I wanted to mention that the Meow Podcast episode, which is coming out on Saturday, today is Friday, that will be out tomorrow on YouTube. We interviewed Serafina's very wonderful physician in Trinidad. Uh, He is one of three brothers and their father, all having a medical practice that also does vibrational medicine, functional medicine, holistic medicine, and he shared with us some, I mean, so much information, but most specifically the the things that will help you the most are uh, longevity, supplements you can use, mindfulness you can use, um, infrared therapy for various physical issues, and then a lot of really great tips for anyone who deals with UTIs or any sort of bladder issues. Had to pause a moment to let the jet fly over. Oh goodness, where was I? Darn it. Oh yes, anyone who has had UTIs or dealt with any of those kinds of things, he gave me a bunch of helpful information about that so that you can allow your bladder to recover uh, and build up the good bacteria and inhibit the harmful bacteria because the problem is and why it becomes a frequent thing and a chronic thing is that the good bacteria takes longer to build its numbers than the harmful bacteria so you need to kind of keep the harmful bacteria from attaching and I already knew about cranberry extract but he gave us a lot of other tips that were really great so go check out that episode of meow podcast and I forgot to mention in the intro Serafina Blackman's podcast fraggle-ing with Serafina she had a really wonderful episode recently about chasing safety I highly recommend um so I'm I'm really excited to be back in the groove to be honest I know everybody was in this weird state of um, stasis in ways, which was all necessary, but sometimes when you're in it, you're just like, come on already. So, ooh, whatever gasoline is happening around here, that's a very strong smell coming in right now. My goodness, I sometimes wish my nose wasn't quite so sensitive. But hey, I'm useful to have around because I'll know before anyone else if there's some sort of contaminant. I'm, I guess, I don't know, the canary in the coal, would that, that wouldn't be the right analogy, the canary in the coal mine. Some of the kids are going, huh? Look it up. You have Google. Oh my gosh, that gas smells so overpowering. Where is that coming from? 
I know I already mentioned the Patreon, but it's a continually evolving and changing space. I want to welcome our new member, Aaron, longtime listener and friend, um, new patron. And we're doing a thing called Find Your Voice Fridays, which I'm going to make kind of free to everyone for a while. At some point, I do need to get paid for my time <laughs> as a voice coach, but uh, I'm really enjoying getting back into that. We're just kind of trying, it's funny, I called it Find Your Voice Fridays, except for the part where I wasn't thinking outside of the catchy alliteration that most of us are kind of tired when Friday rolls around. Uh, and not necessarily ready to go party. So it may move to a different day, but uh, we'll just call it Find Your Voice Friday because it's fun. And I wanted to mention that you can come join the Patreon anytime in the month because things are recorded. And if you, you know, even if you join the last day of the month, you get a free service for that month. So it's kind of like, hmm, want to get a reading or a service from me, but paying full price isn't quite in your budget, join the Patreon because you can get almost all of my services for your monthly $20 VIP membership. Uh, The only one that is not covered by that is the consciousness attunement because that takes longer. I think that's all. I think that's everything. So go out there and do some grid work. I'm thinking... I'm doing an event on the summer solstice with the Patreon. I might make it public and I think I might use that to do some sort of grid work meditation specifically with the cetaceans. So watch for announcements about that. And I think that's everything I have for you. So have a wonderful weekend. Happy Father's Day to everyone who fills that role because it's not always a traditional uh male person who is doing that you know there are many varieties of parents there are many varieties of being the dad even though my kids well their dad participated but more with one than the other and then there were a whole lot of things that he had nothing to do with. So I took on a lot of both roles. And so I really appreciate all of the parents out there who are giving their kids what they need and being there for them. I love you all. And may this be a nice, safe, joyful, celebratory, pride-filled, because again, happy pride. My youngest will be going to an event a few hours away from here with a group, um, chaperones I trust, etc. But I cannot pretend to say I don't have a teeny bit of mom anxiety about it. How could I not? Um, So let's remember to send out our love and intention that all of those pride festivals and celebrations are safe and protected. Much love. Spend all your time waiting
for that second chance For a break that would make it okay There's always some reason To feel not good enough And it's hard at the end of the day I need some distraction Oh, beautiful Pulled from the wreckage 